Hello, everyone. We're back. It's another week. We're still doing this podcast. And <laughs> we are as a part against of all us, odds. Against all odds. And honestly, help our odds. Help our odds. Share this podcast. I'm just going to get a right into it. A moment of thirst. And I'm not even um, posting an ass photo. This is truly a true moment of thirst for me. Yeah, this is a, a true moment moment of thirst for Lauren. Um, and I hope everyone can recognize the authenticity in her voice. Uh, please share this podcast with a friend, with a, a comrade, a coworker, somebody you hate, somebody you want to connect with. Share it. Maybe you've got an icebreaker coming up and you know you don't know what to say. People are like, oh, what's a fun fact? You could say, I listen to the pop apologist. That's this podcast that no one else listens to. No one's ever heard of it. And it's this totally random podcast. And if you also want to waste hours of your one wild and precious life, check it out. You know, we're actually at a really interesting spot right now where you could get in at the ground level. You can get in on this podcast (laughs) while nobody listens to it. And that's That's the really special thing is that That, right now, a year later, we are – I know I cracked it. A year later, we are still in the the point where it's niche. It's still super, Mm -hmm. super niche. It's super niche. You're not going to be behind the times if you're signing people up right now. Like, everyone, get in on the ground level. Let's be early adopters of the Pop Apologist podcast. If you recommend this to your friends, your friends will know that at one point you were listening to a very obscure podcast. Which yes. I mean and, and, that's and that point exciting. the point at which they're gonna be able to look back and realize that it was obscure at one at one moment in time. Mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. to say when that will be? But exactly. it could be tomorrow, it could be the week after. Like at any moment we could blow up and you, you guys wanna be that. there. At any second. So that's the thing. you got to share this podcast now because at any moment we could blow up, Chandler. Yeah. Great point. Thank um, you. Yes. We are. We would love it if you guys would share the pod. That's our one plea. But Chandler, on that note, I'll share. I also, I, I have what? one little thing to say. One last thirsty plug. I was right. talking to some friends this weekend about leaving us a review and they were like, oh, I wouldn't even know to like leave a review. Y'all, leaving reviews is huge. Leaving reviews is the way that we – uh, grow the way that we show that our podcast is worthwhile. Leave a review if you have been thinking about it. You know, I don't care if you copy paste something. From it over. A, f- yeah, I don't care if you copy paste something from a Goodreads article about Eat, Pray, Love, and then just slap mm-hmm. it on our podcast review. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Just leave something we positive. Five stars are, are nothing. If you're going to leave anything less than five stars, please don't leave us a review. Right. But please leave us a review. Share the podcast. Do the good work, Chandler. Spoiler alert, you don't even have to type anything. You can just leave five-star right. review. You can just leave us a, a five-star five review. You don't anyway. have to come up with something witty. Like, yeah, no we, problem. We cannot hit the four-minute mark while still being thirsty. We must move forward. Okay. Let's move Chandler, forward. Um, we, we totally glossed over this last episode, but we never really discussed, and I think we should now, the fact that last episode, on the heels of you know begging people to share – Last episode, we had our very first sponsor. We did. Guys, how do you feel? How do you feel, Lauren? I want to know how the audience feels at some point. I feel scared because I feel like I'm nervous for when our we have another sponsor today. I'm nervous for when these sponsors find out that no one listens to this podcast. <laughs> you know, actually, maybe we should uh, cut that out. <laughs> um, no. I mean, like the, these sponsors know what's good for them. They're getting in at the ground level. Oh, yeah, totally. They're getting in with a niche Mm-hmm. market people mm-hmm. who are you know know what's fresh know what's new like these That's they know right. what they're yeah. they're investing because they know when this thing eventually blows up 
at any moment. To old episodes, right? And then they're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, I got to check out Canva Pro!" Right, right, ah, right. It's like twenty thirty, yeah. and they're like, I "Never Canva heard Pro. of HelloFresh." I know, yeah. but it's like, uh, but they're probably like already like I don't change brands. So you, if you if you want to sponsor this podcast, you got to keep the same brand name for at least the next next decade. It's the only right. well, actually, yeah, honestly, no guarantees though. We could blow up at any moment. <laughs> we promise nothing. Um, okay, Chandler, you Lauren, how are you? It's so great to see your face. It's so great to be back on video with you. I know. It's great to be back on video. Um, I just took some Advil. Great. Um, so I'm I'm all liquored up for this podcast, as <laughs> <laughs> mom would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing well. I'm glowing. I'm basking in this beautiful light. Tell me I don't look beautiful. You look great. I'm honestly really irritated with you because you you can sit in front of your window. The natural light streams through. You look like a model. Meanwhile, I'm tucked away in a bedroom in my apartment. And, you know, it's just not quite the same. Well, you, you know, you look stunning. You've got your te- tennis bracelet on. I'm currently wearing uh, stolen hoops from a sister who mm. remain un- nameless. Mm-hmm. Um, also, are those my lodgings behind you? Uh, this is so – that's actually a good point. You're coming to visit me. We have two guest bedrooms. Mm-hmm. I would like to put Not you in to a flex. guest bedroom. That is a flex, <laughs> by the way, to have two guest bedrooms. Let's just – let's check your flexes. Okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. This is just a logistical for about the story <laughs> I'm about to say, talk okay. about. Um, we do have two guest bedrooms, and I would like to put you in the one that is also my office that has my desk and, like, everything in it. Why? Because you're you always sister. Bad and then I will give – I will give our no. I'm not going to come in and work, but it's like like at least I'll give our friends the true the other guest bedroom with but that is just a bed, you know, more of a yeah, refined experience. Are you a, are you okay with that? A thousand percent. I can I you can have. be flexible. How are you doing? What's going on with you? I'm honestly so happy to be home. I just have to say that right off the bat. Like I'm, I got home um, like a week ago. No. Yeah, like Thursday. I got home Thursday, three days ago, four days ago. It's just so great to be in my own space, mm-hmm. you know, like back to my routine. Right. I just love the si- – like there's so much silence and quiet. It's it's a beautiful existence. It is really nice to be alone yet again. It really I is. The, the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I wanted to talk to you about a few things today. Do you okay. have anything else you want to discuss? I have, a, I have a funny story I want to tell you about mom that I've been saving for the pod. But I will. Is this wait. the one you were going to put on the Patreon because it was too saucy? Oh wait, yeah, another sorry, story. Mind. I'm saving this for the Patreon. How could I forget? Okay. Everyone, that's a great plug. If you want to hear this saucy little story, this little sexy little minx of a story, listen to it on the Patreon. Sign up. Can I talk to you about a product that you love, that Courtney loves, and that I love? Please. Early bird CBD gummies are so phenomenal. Everyone, they are the perfect. 2.5 milligrams of THC and 12.5 milligrams of CBD. So this concoction, it gives you the warmest, gooeyest feeling. They have the magic formula. I love the watermelon flavor. That's my favorite. I also love using them when I know I need to get a good night's sleep and I can sleep in. You guys, we love Early Bird CBD so much. We reached out to them to see if they'd be interested in sponsoring the show because we were like, these products, these gummies, Everyone needs to know about them. We're going to tell them about about them anyway. So maybe we can get paid to do it. And honestly, we just cannot recommend them enough. We have a link in our show notes. You can go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use code POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Earlybirdcbd.com. POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Do yourself a favor. Try the gummies. 
They ship to all 50 states, everybody. You got to try it. Earlybirdcbd.com. Lauren, the wall behind you, it's quite barren. What's going on there? (laughs) You know what? I find getting things framed to be very stressful. And so I've just never done it. I don't basically have anything framed in my home. And it's sad for me. It's very sad, which is why we are so lucky to be sponsored by Framebridge right now. Yes, I am so excited to correct this wrong in my life. What's so great about Framebridge is for other people also intimidated by a gallery wall, if you go on their website, you can just very quickly, easily upload like five photos or whatever it is, and they will send you different dimensioned, cute frames, beautiful, sleek, modern, so you can just hang your gallery wall and it's good to go. They make it very easy on a layperson like yourself. Everyone, see why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's framebridge.com. The thirst is back at 7.32 at the seven minute mark, but that's okay. Um, Okay, Chandler, this week, I don't know if you caught it. Did you catch the 60 Minutes episode that came out. I'm not 75, so no, I didn't watch the 60 Minutes episode. The only time I've watched 60 Minutes was with Grandma. Like, may God rest her soul. Like, no. I, 60 I, Minutes you know, is a great program. I actually okay. do. And people who say program, also 65. 70. 80. It's the best part of my Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know how old okay. people always call Sunday Sunday? Sunday. Or Sunday. 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 Wednesday. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Um, Can I play for you a clip from 60 Minutes? This is something I wanted to discuss with you on the podcast. Okay. 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 This is a multimedia presentation. Absolutely. Thank you for noticing. Okay. Chandler, it's about about a group called the Oath Keepers. Okay. And the Oath Keepers are- um, Teens. They're- No, they're not teens. They're basically like a far-right militia group um, who are- Preparing essentially for civil unrest, a civil war, the end of, end of days, a nuclear attack. So I would just like to listen, you to listen to this, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Our guys are very experienced. We have active duty law enforcement in our organization that are helping to train us. We can blend in with our law enforcement. In fact, in a lot of cases, our training is much more advanced because of our military backgrounds. I don't really care There's about any of I love more than my AR-15 and my chainsaw, and I don't know which one I like more. Jim Arroyo invited us to a meeting to see for ourselves. The crowd, mostly retirees, meet twice a month. How warm that is? To talk about how to survive Could be a good place for you to meet like forest fires. <laughs> These things are great. Attacks on the power grid and civil war. So that's why we talk about civil unrest, civil war. It's not a joke. This can happen. And we need to be ready for Okay. Chandler. Wait, when do they meet? What, what's, what, when and where do they meet? Twice I, a month. Twice. Is there any virtual <laughs> going on for COVID? I'll get, I'll get you the address. No, they don't wear masks. They're not doing any virtual meetings, okay? Uh, don't take away their freedoms. How dare you? Okay, sorry, sorry, um, sorry. Don't take away their liberties to go to church and to convene. Anyway, mm-hmm. Chandler. This is the point. This is what came to my mind. I saw that, I saw this clip on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. And to bring my st- so I don't age myself. Uh, I saw it on Twitter, people, and I just thought, you know what? Honestly, like, if it, we get to the point where there's a civil war or civil unrest, right? Like, or the power grid has been attacked, any sort of time where you're gonna think, oh, I wish I had met twice a week in a warehouse with a bunch of people that have their own like homemade, uh, homemade weapons. Like if that ever becomes the reality, like eject 
sign me out. Goodbye. There's not a chance in hell. There's not a chance in hell. I'm sorry, spoiler alert. Who wants to live through an attack on our electrical grid? I couldn't agree more, first of all. Second of all, I have an extremely weak will to live, it, and it's getting weaker by the year, okay? For sure. I don't Your best years get, behind you. Yeah, 100% behind me. I do not understand the proclivity to wanting to survive Armageddon. Why? No. I don't, want to, I don't even, I barely want to survive normal everyday life. It's, I don't even have children. I'm just like a working professional. I barely want to survive this. I don't get it. You know, I don't understand. Like I, I literally get, I'll get sick or I'll feel like I'm getting sick. And I literally think to myself, well, at least I don't have to go to work tomorrow. And I have a great job. Like I don't have it in me to survive literally anything. Um, and You're I don't barely know- getting by till the next Monday. Let alone through Armageddon. Let alone through the end of days. I wish for tragedies all the time just so that they would make time pass faster, okay? <laughs> like the idea that – I'm sorry. The idea that we're going to be, you know, like all living in bunkers and eating dry food. For what? To emerge into what, what kind of world? To, to go back to work? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're lucky – Otherwise, you rebuild civilization. I'm sorry, unsubscribe. That's not no, happening for me. I am mm-hmm. used to an existence with DoorDash, with Uber mm-hmm. Eats, okay, mm-hmm. with with luxury in unit. I haven't been bored since 2006. Okay, uh, I scroll my phone whenever the seconds get slow. I am not ready to go back in time. I'm I'm not. I might maybe a pioneer blood and stock, but that is not the woman I am in 2021 and no. henceforth in this century. Yeah. I think honestly, Lauren, this is genetic. This is a stock to some degree. Mom one time was talking about how if we were to get bombed and terrorists were to land on the San Clemente shores, that Mm -hmm. she would quote, take 40 Ambien and call it a day. Well, it was always... Go ahead. These comms were always buttressed against dad's remarks because dad's always like, mm. dad's always like, you know, at some point we're going to, we're going to have to go underground, like, you know, civilization, like it's going to collapse. We can't keep going like this forever. Right. End of days or night hand. I think dad has actually toned it down a little bit in the past 18 months, but prior to that, our there father was, a time. was extremely into prepping. Like he was a- Into end of world. I mean, I've actually seen some of the supplies because I borrow them for a camping trip. Um, and it was immense, immense. Like there was there was there were plenty of of resources in the U-Haul storage units across San Clemente. Nothing is better than mom being like, I don't need a hundred pounds of dried pasta at the end of the world. I need a hundred ambient and to say goodnight. Okay. Like I'm goodnight. out. Eject. Right. Totally. I, I yeah. I don't get it. I don't. I, I don't even like watching those shows because they just don't resonate with me. I like Absolutely people like not. on below deck who are exhausted from a day of serving champagne, and that's too yeah. much. And then they're completely the, fatigued. That's like kind of the <laughs> wavelength that I'm operating at. That's actually like the worst form of human existence I'm willing to live in. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Like that's that's where the bottom is. Right. They're exhausted from living on a yacht all day. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. I get it. And like I having to deal you. with rich people. Right. Our capacity for despair peaks at no, below deck third stew, for right. sure. 
<laughs> like, let alone, like, I remember one time our dad was like, hey, I'm going to buy you a pair of, he was asking my, he called to ask my shoe size to ask for a pair of boots and like for end of days for when we'd have to like hike everywhere. It's just like, I'm not hiking across Rancho San Clemente, okay, to go meet with everyone else who's prepped to try to like gather the goods. Like, I'm sorry, not a chance in hell. Like, it's been a great experience here on earth. Right. Okay. I've Thank peaked. You. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. And end scene. <laughs> and, yeah. Good night and good luck. Yeah. Um, another thing. Great. I'm glad. I'm glad we've gotten that out of the way. Our exact feelings about the end of the world. Yeah. So that no Stop. one's going to be like, you know, fighting for the pop apologist to stay alive. Don't invite me to your preppers meeting. Invite me to your luxurious exit meeting. Okay. We all can put all of our end of days like preparations in a in a small capsule. If you catch my drift, okay? Are you asking to become a member of Heaven's Gate? Because this is sounding like... <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not I'm not doing Armageddon, okay? Okay. Okay. Fair okay. enough. All right. I'm doing right. A, a a swift departure with Deb. Um, okay. Chandler, I had another right. thing I wanted to discuss with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had an epiphany mm-hmm. this week that yeah. I would like your thoughts on. Okay. Um. So, Kagan, I was on his phone. And I was on Instagram. What do you mean? You're on his, his phone. Like you were just like, uh, you, I like I, you check his phone. I, I do not check his phone, but I, I don't know why I was on his phone. I think I was just like, he handed it to me and then I like reflexively went on Instagram because that's like where my, that's where my like fingers, my muscle memory goes. Totally. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. find the Sherbert colored right. like icon, <laughs> go there. And anyway, the so, Sherbert colored icon. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> It's so it's, sherbert colored. It's beautiful. It's delicious. It is. It's true. It's, it's truly. Sublime. Um, it's sublime. It's a, an LSD tripper's dream. Anyway, I I went on the icon and I'm on the explore page, and then I realize I'm not on my phone anymore. Okay, mm-hmm. because the explore page, it's a bunch of like pictures of like muscle aches, like pictures of like graphs, like chiropractic charts, right? And then it's a bunch of pictures of like fishing and just like boring crap. And I'm like, I need to go back to the, where's the phone with the engagement rings and the brides and the hot chicks in the bikinis? Cause that's my Mm -hmm. phone. Right. And then, and then I had this dramatic realization and this is what I want to say to single gals everywhere. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want a shortcut to knowing who you're dealing with when you're dating, okay, this is going to save you a ton of time. Mm-hmm. You don't need oh, to go. You don't need. To, you don't need to date someone I for a year. Love it. You know where yeah. I'm doing this. You don't need to date someone for a year. Mm-hmm. You don't need to see how he interacts nope. with his mom. No road trip. No, you don't need to see how he. You know how he treats the server. Right. Just go on his explore page. Just find his phone. Get into it. Run away from him. I don't care mm-hmm. if it's the first date. Okay. And you're yeah. like, hey, yeah. my f- art. Manufacture this. Say your phone has died. Be like, I'm so sorry, my phone's dead. Can I check? I got a message. My, my roommate's gonna ask me on Instagram. Let me just message my roommate on Instagram really quick. My my roommate said to make sure that I was safe. I need to right. text her. I'm so sorry. I yeah. just always do this, and she's gonna call the police if I don't do that. Get on his phone, then run to the front of the restaurant so he doesn't see what you do next. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, furiously go to his Instagram. What's on the explore page? Send your screenshots. By his explore page, ye shall know him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And that is what I have to tell young women everywhere. You mm-hmm. will know exactly who you're dealing with. Is it a right. bunch of naked chicks? Is, is it, it a bunch of thoughts? Adjacent, yeah. It, exactly. Is it poor man's emeraldas? Or is it humble fishing photos? Okay. 
What is on his explore page? That is how you will know a man in 2021 in the most efficient manner possible. This makes me want to go on my own explore page and see what I'm looking at. Should I do do it live? Let's do do it live. live. I'll challenge doing that. I'm just going to say like, Literally, I swear to you, run to the front of a restaurant and then just be like, I'm so sorry. I thought I saw a celebrity. Like just make up an excuse, right, for how you had to run away with his phone. Okay? Right, right. I want okay. everyone to take this advice. Okay, mine's super pure. Thank God. What is your explore page? Um, it's I'm seeing a some images of toast, some bruschetta. I'm seeing an image of a oh, an an ice cream bar covered in cookie dough. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seeing some it is beautiful so cake. Pure. And beautiful cakes. I'm Wait, no, show us the whole explore page. We have to, you have to keep it real. So there's cakes. Okay, that, so it's a lot of food. Desserts. There's a Nicki, there's some celebrity stuff here. There's Nicki okay. Minaj. There's some like, you know, some food and nutrition stuff. Okay. Um, here's the girl from Charmed. Okay, that's super pure. <laughs> that is pure. Um, more food. I mean, there's no, you haven't seen any nudity thus far, have you? No. Matthew McConaughey. Mine is work working out in brides, which is really the time of my life I'm in. Okay. But that I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, explore pages reveal the private person. I'm it's literally about, than- I'm about to text Mr. New York before this episode drops so he can't like, you know, change anything and be like I would just send me a screenshot of yours. I'm not gonna see him until Saturday. But you know he's he's not Chandler. He is not gonna- just be like, hey, can you promise Actually, me? Just be like, promise yeah. me, will you listen to this episode with me? And then be like, can I play it from your phone? Okay. And then go <laughs> to this explore page. Okay. No, I actually probably know what his explore page, explore, explore page is. And it's probably you, a photography, you know, and like. You think you know. I know. You think you know. Trust but verify, bitch. Okay. Um, I'm telling you. How else? There's the thing, you guys. He can Just pretend like to be polite to the server. He can Let's pretend hope. to be sweet yeah. to his mother. He'd be like, oh, love my mom. I call every week. Mm-mm. Don't believe a word he says Don't until you've seen his explore page. Right, right. That's my PSA to you. I hit his explore page. You shall know him. Yep. Snaps to that. Add it to the merch list. That's yeah. great. Thank you. This was my revelation. Okay. I felt, I, felt, I felt like I needed to share that. Right. Also, I will say for the, uh, the YA audience uh, that we have, the small sampling – also, maybe by their TikTok feed, their TikTok algorithm as well. Any anytime there's any sort of algorithmically driven content given based on what they are already searching mm-hmm. and liking, that's and what you're exploring. With. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't care right. what age you are. You don't have to be YA if you are dating. Mm-hmm. This is what you need to do. Wow. I don't God care if you've been with someone for five years. Okay, go do to it. his explore page. Um. Okay. Um. Chandler. 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 Is that it? Anything else? We have an excellent interview today. Yes. I'm so excited. This isn't, that was an excellent little, a few, that was, those were some excellent tidbits and the audience is in for a treat. You guys are. We, it, we have someone, we have like one of our favorites, like our heroes on. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. She's a pioneer of, you know, celebrity gossip on Instagram and podcasting. She is amazing and so funny. The one and only not skinny, but not fat, aka Amanda Hirsch. We're so excited. We get into all things. We get into keeping up. We talk about Kravis. Exactly. We talk about Emrata. It's basically like a, you know, a huge diatribe about Emrata. So we can't really talk about Emrata without 
you know, really talking about Emirata. So buckle up, mm-hmm. skip over, whatever. It's great. Mm-hmm. Though. She has some amazing thoughts. It's a fabulous episode. Buckle in, baby. And we love you so much. Enjoy. Enjoy. All right, Chan, before we get to our interview with Amanda, can we discuss HelloFresh? Let's discuss HelloFresh immediately. I love HelloFresh. I have used HelloFresh many, many times. So I'm actually disappointed we're now just getting sponsored. I would have loved the discount Mm -hmm. back in the day. Mm -hmm. First of all, it's a meal delivery kit. So they deliver everything that you need to cook fresh, seasonal, delicious meals right to your door. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't have to figure out what you're going to make. It's right there. And then I love it because the meals are beautiful. So when I prepare them for Kagan, I really felt like I was a chef and it was so fun and they were delicious. Right. There's something about plating a gorgeous meal that you didn't have to shop for that (sighs) feels amazing. That's basically like a world-class experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And the meals are ready in 20 minutes or less, which I love because it just makes the whole process so simple. Perfect for, you know, women with busy schedules. If you have a lot of resting to do, this isn't going to get in the way of that schedule. Yeah. Honestly, if you've got, you know, only 20 minutes in between your next premiere of Real Housewives, like you can get this done and have a gorgeous meal to mm-hmm. eat in front of the TV. I, <laughs> one thing about me, I'm, I'm pretty high maintenance or at least I'm, I'm medium plus maintenance. I've said this before. I don't like to eat the same thing twice, like ever. Right. Or I kind of get bored pretty easily. And I don't like to eat the same bite over and over again. I like to diversify my bites, diversify my meals, which is why it's amazing that every week you get to choose from 25 plus recipes. Like literally you could never get bored. Never. Absolutely. You guys, I truly used HelloFresh way before we had a podcast. It is wonderful to be able to advertise them today. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 12pop and use code 12pop for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Seriously do it, please. It'll support the podcast and you'll get amazing meals to make for free. Oh my gosh, we love free stuff. Are you like doing the math on that? That's like an entire like month basically. We're not good at math, but go to hellofresh.com slash 12pop and use code 12pop for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Love you. Love you. And now to interview with Amanda. Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, Mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my Mm. Clean Simple Eats protein powder. Yeah, I feel like it's such a good staple because the protein powder, if you blend it with ice and water, you got vanilla frosty, essentially, if you like the Simply Vanilla. If you get chocolate brownie powder, you've got a chocolate frosty. You could do the mint chocolate chip, you got a thin mint frosty, or you just dissolve it in milk or water, and that also strangely tastes really good like chocolate milk it's a super fast easy quick snack also i just love that the ingredients are clean they're grass-fed it's 20 grams of protein for 110 calories it is just the best protein powder out there everyone go to cleansimpleeats.com and use the promo code pop apologist for 10 percent off that's pop apologist for 10 percent off cleansimpleeats.com pop apologist for 10 percent off Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV, and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the southern charmers, and the summer housers. 
And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app. This is a very special day because we have the one and only Amanda Hirsch of Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast host and Instagram huge personality. We're so excited to have you Thank on the Thank you pod. so much for having me. I'm so excited. We, we honestly like- have been following you for a very long time. Like, yeah, oh, we love you. Thank you. <laughs> I I remember where I was the day our older sister said to us, are you following Not Skinny But Not Fat? And I'm like, what? No, who? Um, I'm like, is this a person, place, or thing? Like, what? Um, and uh, she showed us your account. And I was like, okay, this, like, this girl is like one of us. I like, I'm obsessed. And so this is just like an out of body experience for me to be like. So basically your older sister should be my fave because she's an OG is what you're saying. She's a she's a true, true OG like years ago. Mm -hmm. And I think. Mm -hmm. Sorry. okay, I'm going to get like uh, cringy right now. I think I followed your personal account like pretty soon thereafter, like a weirdo. So apologies for that. Wait, no, I don't. I don't. Delete. Edit so and post. I don't. Seriously, like what was it? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Well, but like out. seriously, I got okay. scared <laughs> once where like Instagram hated me and I was shadow banned every day. I don't know why. Like every day. No, but I also remember. I don't know why. And then it was so funny because I was like, why is this happening? Post like Chelsea Handler's nipple. Like, why is this happening? Post like other really absurd thing. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't fair because they weren't getting shadow banned. Like, you know what I mean? Like there are different rules for like yeah. different yeah. people. Um, but it was so funny because it's like, I don't get it. It's just her nipple. Um, free the nipple. But yeah, no, my personal, like, I feel it's such a weird thing now because it's personal accounts are just have different vibes. You know what I mean? It's just like, I saw today, like my cousin yeah, that I, I mean, talked to, which like, I hope she doesn't listen to her podcast, but she was like, today I'm eating an <laughs> egg white and an avocado. And I'm like, sorry, but who legit cares? <laughs> no because who like who like if you're do people care like are when you follow people from like your high school do you care what they're eating for breakfast like i know i post it but like some people actually right. care i mean also I mean, egg white and avocado is not a new combo like sorry to your cousin no tea no shade right, right exactly so it is so my personal account i was using it like literally my last post is probably in 2000 like 18 and th- it was when like you would just like hashtag oh. the whole thing like me and my bff you know like <laughs> great like black and white filter no filter so um it's not an interesting vibe over there yeah well i say keep it private and i do apologize for that like cringy baby me moment being like yeah i'm gonna follow her well it's I good because can. if this i get not, deleted like, you'll be like one of few you know what i mean and you'll know <laughs> I'll be like, yes. update everyone. I've been digging down. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. I want to go back to, since we are talking about the beginning, going back to the OG days, how the name Not Skinny But Not Fat came out or came to you and then how like you started doing this. Well, I love when people are like, oh my God, Not Skinny But Not Fat means like not here nor there, like somewhere in the middle and that's okay. And I'm like, totally. <laughs> but really, I was being... Like, I'm like, love it. Love that you can, like, take it wherever you want to go. But I was being very literal, I think. Like, if I can relate oh, really? to the okay. person that I was in that moment, like, I think... 
because my whole life, like not to get all, you know, whatever, but I was like not skinny. Like it was a very, like I could always say like, I'm not skinny. <laughs> like all my friends are really skinny, you know, and I'm not skinny. So I was always like knew that. And, um, yeah, but I was also like, and then your friend would be like, well, you're not fat, mm-hmm. you know? So I like, I knew I wasn't fat. Not that either. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, it's just stupid bitch. Um, but it was, but it was, you know, like when you go to sleep at night and this is like for real, for real, like when you go to sleep at night and you have these thoughts and you're like tomorrow, no tomorrow, I'm like going to be vegan or like tomorrow I'm going to like sign up for Zumba. <laughs> like, so it was oh. legit a, a night thought of me like mm-hmm. tomorrow I'm going to open an Instagram account and call it not skinny, but not fat and post memes. And my thing started as a meme thing. Cause it was, at that time there were a lot of meme pages mm-hmm. where like the big thing, like the fat Jew and um, like fuck Jerry and my therapist yeah. says, and I remember like, mm-hmm. I literally was such a, I'm a late bloomer. Like I really am. Like I'm not an early, what are they called? Early innovators or early. Like I'm not the first person to do something. Yeah. Early adopters. I, like I'm early not adopters. the first, which is like, okay to say, like, I'm not, they were the first, right. They were like this. And that's why they have 10 million mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck. Um, and I remember I was just like, Oh, you can like write things on Instagram and not just put a photo of your friend with the gazillion hashtags that we were just talking about. And I've always <laughs> written and like had dumb t- Tumblr blogs and journals and shit like that. And I was like, Oh, that'd be fun. I'll just like write little snippets of funny things. And it wasn't with any intention other than I'm a person that like, if I think of one thing right now, like I'm going to do it in the next minute, whether it's sloppy, ugly, stupid, won't work, Mm -hmm. which isn't always good. Like people would like plan the shit out, you know, and think about it more. And I was just like, I'm going to open it. And like, I don't even know what apps you use. I think I wrote like my memes. I don't know. I don't even want to go back and look at what they look like. Um, So yeah, so it started as a meme account. And I think the name like most of my things had to do with food. I'd just be like, I'm so fat. I ate so much. And people were just like relate to it. I just think it's so funny because, I mean, especially because like, I'm sure when you were growing up, like it was not in the times of like body acceptance. Like I look back now at like, like growing up and it was like, get as thin as possible and that is what we're all doing. That's what our moms are doing. And we grew up in Orange County, California too. So it was part of the geography. Like it was totally appropriate to tell someone like, you look so skinny. Like you look so good. And now that's like totally inappropriate. And right. we've totally gotten so much better as a society. But I think that's probably like why you blew up so much because it's like so many people used to that kind of language. And then it's like, wait, there's this girl being so real, like totally like relating to our experience of not fitting into this mold and not caring and like being like so free on some level. Well, like, and I'm not like an ambassador of like body positivity at all. (laughs) I'm not like post your stretch marks and your roles. Like you don't have to, and you don't have to do whatever you don't want to do. I just think like, we all as women, especially even though a lot of men do too, um, have, like you said, like complicated relationships with our bodies, um, comparative natures with our bodies. And like, not to say that I haven't, I've had, you know, times in my life where I was at the heaviest, but I was like the most confident I've had times where Mm -hmm. I was like super skinny, but like, I actually wasn't going through a good time in my life at that time. Um, so I think it's just like, I'm not at all trying to be like, 
uh, heading or spearing this body positivity movement. I don't think I'm the right person for it. Uh, but, and I don't completely understand it yet. I think we have a lot to understand about it. Sometimes it's like, you know, can, you know, skinny girls, you know, be part of this thing. Can, is it only for, for larger lady? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm yeah. just trying to be like, um, and you know, I love when people are like, you're not, you know, not fat, like love that too. Love compliments, <laughs> love like being called, like I'm not there yet, but I know that my whole life I was not skinny. A lot of my friends mm-hmm. were struggled with that. Sometimes I've had, you know, people say to me, you know, that it's positive. I remember like my friend's mom would always be like, you know, it's good that you're like not skinny because guys like something to like hold on to. I was like 12 when she said this to me. Ugh. Oh, 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 yeah. Like my Those comments start so early. And you're like, oh, okay. So they'll grab and it'll be nice for them. Oh gotcha. My go- oh, cool. my god. Yeah. Um, and we were yeah. talking about my lips before we started. So it was like D- DSL or whatever. And that never felt. So oh my I was god. very like Ugh. sexualized in a way. Like I was way more sexualized mm-hmm. then than I am now. Now nobody's fucking sexualizing me, unfortunately. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> no people in my DMs, none at all. No one said then I, it was much more like it was like I, I got my period young. Yeah. So I was kind of like a woman at like 12, I feel like in a weird way. But anyway, yeah, the name was literal. I started with memes, I think. And I, I started with not like but it was only memes that related to me. Right. So I wouldn't write anything like about like, Oh fuck, like your ex on the first date because I had, a, I was like married when I started. <laughs> it. So um, it would only yeah. be like about things that like I'm, so a lot of it was like food and you know, shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then, which is like, really like, let's take a moment because I wasn't showing myself, which is very unlike me. Like I was like in the shadows and no one knew who I was at the beginning okay. or cared. And then um, I think it kind of naturally just like one day I kind of like showed myself, and I'm sure people were like, "Oh, ew, bye!" Like I don't want to like see this bitch. And then, um, and then one day it's gonna end soon, you guys. I promise. And then one day, um, I'm just telling you like the the natural progression of how things happen. So then it became a little bit of me, and then whoever stuck around like was down. Like, oh, memes and. And, and this girl. And then, um, you know, I would always like send my sister like celebrity stuff. So like, you know, something would pop up with like the Kardashians or whatever. And I'd like arrow it over to her. And then one day, I don't know why I was like, oh, maybe like I'll post this and people will care. And then so many people cared. And I was like, oh, and then I just started posting celebrity gossip and shit too. And I remember my sister, even recently, she told me like, when you started doing that, like, that was like a moment for me to like accept that I'm no longer the person to like, cause I know how so many people that follow oh. me tell me they have like group texts where they talk about shit. Like, mm-hmm. so that stopped. I was like, bang, like sharing it to everyone and not only to <laughs> you. And she'll still like be like, that was like a sad, you know, moment when you stopped just sharing it with me. Um, and then mm-hmm. I had a baby and that's on my, so it's not like just everything that I live for and honestly like celebrity gossip and pop culture like you know how like you know Britney Spears home videos is like since she was two she was you know singing like since (laughs) I was two I was like like holding a microphone on a fake red carpet like interviewing (laughs) celebrities like that was always my dream and like my obsession like before there was internet 
I was, you know, at aisles in the, you know, supermarket hiding with like a magazine that my mom wouldn't allow me to buy, but I would like read about (laughs) fake star magazine stories and then cut to like, you know, gossip websites. There were always like, you know, Perez Hilton, just Jared shit like that. So that's basically, yes. So that's, um, yeah, that's basically it. I think. One of the things that I have to tell you right off the bat is you said you're not like a, like you're not like a, not necessarily not a proponent, but you're not like the spokeswoman for body positivity. And one of my favorite things about you like relates to that because you posted this one meme one time and it was like, um, if your boyfriend wears smaller jeans, then you just break up, just break up with them. And I thought it was so funny and I loved it. But then you got all this hate and it was like, how dare you? How dare you say this? How dare you not like, you know, welcome all bodies and how they relate to each other or whatever. And I just love my favorite. I think my favorite quality about you is that you literally do not kowtow to the haters. You're like, it's a joke. Lighten up. Relax. Like you don't, you're not like deleting it or like issuing apologies on like, you know, black backgrounds with white text. You just like always, I don't know, like keep it light and like don't care. And I love that. It's just so exhausting to like, I get it. I get that we're moving forward in a society where we're trying to do better and be better. And like, sometimes I try, like I tried to not comment on Chloe's face, but I couldn't today, you know, I couldn't because she contoured her nose out again. And like, (laughs) I swear I want it to be better like for Chloe. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I even said like, I'm not going to talk about Chloe's appearance. And then I'm like, whoops, (laughs) like did it again. Um, and like, I'll see her quotes like yesterday, Chloe put up a quote and she was like, only insecure, you know, women or something talk about other women badly. And like, I took a moment. I do. I self-reflect a lot. And I'm like, am I like that person? Like a, like I'm one of my qualities is like, I'm not insecure. Like, I think I know that, like, I'm not insecure. Like I'm able to obsess over women. Right. I'm like, people like are going mm-hmm. yeah, to totally. Haley Bieber and Courtney Kardashian are going to like take out a restraining order of like how crazy I am. Um, <laughs> but so it's not to take a woman down or bring her down. It's just like, I like, like it goes back to like, okay, if I was DMing it to my sister, like I would say this. So like, I can either mm-hmm. say it out loud and you guys would are thinking it, but you're just not going to say it out loud and mm-hmm. I'm going to say it out loud. And if you want to judge me for it and pretend like your brain is holier than now, 24, seven, 24, seven, then like you're lying, like you're lying that you don't have bad thoughts. Mm-hmm. You're right. lying. So like the question is, do you put it out there? How much like negative, like, I don't want to be too negative, but then again, like, I'm not going to like be this like PC ass bitch. I want my husband's clothes to be big on me. They're not always like, I have a fat ass. (laughs) He has skinny legs. I'll put on his shorts and like, they'll be tight. That's not a fun (laughs) moment for me. No. Um, don't you want to like, you want to feel tiny and that's okay. Like we're allowed, we're allowed, we're allowed. And like, fuck whoever, you know, says, you know, we're not allowed. To like yeah. feel that I way. honestly I appreciate your take on this so much. I feel like when you would talk about Emrata, like I there's something about the way that you articulate what everyone is thinking and like in the perfect, most relatable way. And like Emrata, like I and I also struggle with this too. I'm like, am I just extremely jealous of her? Like I feel like I'm right. a secure person, but like there is something so freaking triggering about all of her posts to me like I was actually just on it like four hours ago and I was like I hate this person I don't know what to do why am I on her page again like get off um but I actually think I went on it after you posted that thing about liking her caption 
But I just, I don't know what it is. And it's something that like I even struggle with is like, how do you like see these women and like want to like, you know, be a good like feminist, all that jazz. But then it's like, there's something different about like, I feel like loving Khloe Kardashian for like, you know, the troubled person she can be versus like an Emirata where it's like, this is actually like crazy and I can't like handle your content. Let me tell you though, how many celebs slid into my DMs during the excuse the Dakotot situation? Really? That were like, oh my God, that fucking bitch. Like hot celebs, like hot celebs that aren't insecure, that aren't jealous of Umbrada. This is a very, very universal thing and only annoying people don't get in would be like leave Emrata alone like I told you guys <laughs> Emrata is really doing fine like she's so okay yeah, she does good. not need you to, to defend her like she is two days after birth like what she did for people that don't know like we'll just tell you real quick if Emrata two days after birth I'm not again I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, she cannot be hot because I wasn't hot Mm -hmm. postpartum. So like, you're making me feel bad. No, that's not her responsibility at all that she has great genes and she looks like that. And I don't, she's allowed to put whatever the fuck she wants on her Instagram. No, I'm not that guy. I'm the guy who's saying you want to post a hot pick post a hot pick the fact that she did excuse the docketot which is why it became such a phrase because when I get obsessed with something it's like I just like drill it into everyone's brain until they can't like deal with it anymore <laughs> Consider the source right it's like you guys just can't get away from things is that um the re- is that I know how the human brain works because I have one and like she said excuse the docketot even though nobody would have noticed the docketot because she wanted everyone to be 100% sure that this photo is not a throwback ladies and gentlemen mm-hmm. this photo mm-hmm. is current and it's 11 days after I motherfucking yeah. gave birth so yes. you all need to know it and re- like because imagine she didn't we would be like oh maybe it's an old pic that's fine like She's hot, but, like, she's probably still bloated from, like, having a baby. But, like, no. She wanted us to know that Dakota is there, that baby was born 11 days right. ago, and this is my motherfucking body. And if you want to exactly. do that, then just be straight up about it. I think what was so annoying about it is, like, you know, because, like, even, uh, what's her name? Megan um, from E! News. Forgot her oh, last I don't name. know her. Megan McCain? No. Megan McCain. Excuse me, pop culture. Excuse me, pop culture podcast. Oops. Megan, Megan. Um, I mean, me too, right? I'm having a moment. <laughs> She's the daughter. No, stop. <sighs> oh, Megan. No. no, I was thinking Jenna. Is she Bush. on TV? Like, you guys I'm like are gonna Juliana. feel so dumb. <laughs> you know, you guys are gonna feel so dumb. Megan Stewart. Oh, more. Wait, you mean Morgan Stewart? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, Morgan Stewart of E! News. Yes, okay. Because we love Morgan Stewart. We love Morgan Stewart. Okay, Morgan Stewart. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Okay, I have a baby. Like, forgive me. Um, (laughs) Cut it, cut it and post. So Morgan Stewart, uh, she posted, like, she was, like, six days postpartum. And she looks amazing. She's super, super tiny, tiny, tiny. But, like, that's what she looks like. She said, I'm six days. Um... You know, Mandy Moore just had a baby. She's back to her normal self in two days. A lot of these celebrities are, uh, and I don't care. Like, 
you look amazing. You look amazing. It takes you more time to get back to where you were. You don't get back to that's your fucking shit. Emrata has a way of rubbing people the wrong way because yeah. of like the way she goes about it. Like the Versace stroller today. Like why? Like well, I- no one like who has a Versace stroller? Even like the fucking princess doesn't have a Versace stroller. Right. I feel I feel like the, and this is why I feel like Emirata is like an enemy to all women and like basically a terrorist. But like I feel like she flexes her body in the name of feminism. Like she's not mm-hmm. only just like putting out like I'm so hot from every single mm-hmm. angle. Like not only are we gonna do some stills, we're gonna get videos from everything. This is not a good angle. This is not my, you know, one good shot out of 30. It's just like let's admire how hot I am right. constantly. But then it's constantly. also like I'm also an activist and like this is like also like my I have all these like thoughts on I don't know just like I have all these thoughts on being politically correct and and it's just like wait I'm sorry when do we have to be force-fed feminism through Embrada's like naked body flexing for all of our boyfriends and husbands on Instagram like what reality is this what third level of hell is this that's my question (laughs) thank you you just put it better than I ever could because I forgot (laughs) about those other like aspects I forgot about you know the gender thing with her baby and I forgot about the rallies with um and I forgot about like I have in my brain the shot of her butt from like the (laughs) ground like who could ever and she was pregnant yeah. and like the camera like I I take a selfie from the ceiling to like look good and you're gonna take a shot of your butt from the ground up like in your butthole while you're pregnant <laughs> like no and you're right it's like a lot and like every photo of her baby has been her bosom her perfect it's tits brown McGee. bosom like so round, yeah. so circular, so not leaking milk. Like, where's the milk? Where are the nipple pads? Like, so right. It's like it's just like a wild concept that's like so extreme that it's like it cannot be annoying. Like, no one's being like, "Oh my god, you're yeah. so cute with your perfect round tit and your baby's head." That <laughs> no, she fucking. And then what does she do? She posts a picture of her tit. Her baby's sucking on it. So you see the back of the baby's head. And then she shares it to her stories, which is fine. We're all trying to get more engagement. And she puts like an, a, a tap here thing as if you're going to see the baby's head. But you don't. You just see her tit. But not even her whole it's, tit. So she's she's triggering. She's a triggering human. She knows it. We know <laughs> it. Like she did a Vogue yeah. fucking spread. The title of the Vogue spread was why I'm letting my baby choose its gender and tell me at 18 and then forgot about it. Named the baby (laughs) Sylvester. Whoops. Put dinosaurs all up in his room. Dresses him in the most gender non-neutral way ever. Like, I'm sorry, Noah's room is more gender neutral than Sly's room. Um, and then, like, what about that? It was on Vogue. It's It wasn't on, like, the Hollywood, rep- like, something. It was a Vogue article in which you decided that to go with the main thing to be that your baby, first of all, it's not even correct. Like it wouldn't take him till 18 to probably know his or her gender, but you literally put that in a Vogue article. And by the way, I listened to her on a podcast because I'm disgusting and like to like (laughs) spin about things. I listened to her on a podcast. 
Yes. Yes, exactly. And she talked again. It was about, you know, how she like owns, cause she had that whole thing about owning her image too, which again oh, is like, yes. Gosh. I did. Yeah. Like, do we really have to weep, weep for you over the fact that you got super famous for being extremely hot and the ph- photographer who took your pictures, like, yeah, he like utilized the photos to create like his own bullshit art. Like no one's crying for you. You're perfect looking with millions of followers and tons of money. Shut up. Like let's cry about things that actually are sad. She's still like giving it away for free. Like she's still posting all these super like sexy photos. Well, that's what she's saying. So that's the story that's like uh, on the podcast. She said this and this is why I wanted to know it. Um, I wanted to know like her side. So what she said is like, that's the reason I post these oh, photos on my Instagram because stop. like I want to decide what I'm sharing. And like basically the Vogue article was something she like, we don't know how the inner workings work. Right. But like, I think I heard that on the podcast is like she, her team, she wanted to do the Vogue article. So it doesn't always come yeah. from like the media being like, we want you. Right. It was her team being like, um, mm-hmm. like let's get Amrata like a, a thing. So I'm just saying like, if you're going to do that article, that's so annoying and like self-righteous and like Hollywood trying to be like, whatever, then at least stick with it for five days of your baby's life and don't name him Sylvester <laughs> and don't have his room green and blue with dinosaurs. Need- right. I just don't understand how you process, you need to process your like trauma like maybe I'm going to get canceled for saying this, like requires you to post five times a day, like hot naked (laughs) selfies of yourself. Like that just seems like a lot of freaking processing to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, She's a lot. And the the thing thing is is don't feel bad because I'm sorry, because like legit, no, you're good. I don't, I don't, I actually don't read comments on my post. I don't know like who's being like blah and who's being blah. But, um, uh, but from the, what I've seen and the reactions that I got, uh, were very like, like it is, I feel like just a consensus and I feel bad for her. Like I would want to be liked, you know what I mean? I don't think it feels nice that people aren't liking you. And I don't think people aren't liking you because you're hot and we're all just jealous and miserable because there are a lot Mm -hmm. of hot people. Like there are a lot of hot people. people. Yeah. There's so many hot people and we support them like, and we love them. And I feel like there's just a way to be, and not everybody needs to be relatable. We're not asking you to come down to earth and like, try to be like one of us. Like you, you don't need to be, but you also like are just like the pictures that you're posting are just, I, I don't know. I feel like we're going to look back. The limit. They push the limit of like hot photos. They're not just hot pics. They're like almost pornographic. And then it's like, it's just, I think it's like Lisa, if Lisa Rinna could be with us today, she would say, just own it. Like literally she just needs to own the fact that she's own a narcissist it, and loves being hot. We don't need yeah. to hear about how you post exactly. your straps is in the name of like this injustice that was done to you. And like, we are now privy to your like very public journey of healing. Like, I think we're good. Like, I think we can just understand that. (laughs) Well, last thing about Amaretta is that, like I said, a lot of celebs were writing to me how they feel about her. And one of them said, apparently she was also crying about her being so hot and like sexual was prohibiting her from getting like serious acting roles. (laughs) And this celeb told me like, how about you're not a good actress then? Like, how about that's the reason? 
So there's so many elements, right? We didn't even cover them all. And I don't want obviously her to take over this whole thing, but there are so many elements of like, no, it's not just that you're hot and we're all miserable and jealous. It's that so many things that you're saying and doing and putting out in the world are kind of triggering. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? That's totally. what right. Also, there are plenty of actresses who are extremely sexy and sexual. Angelina Jolie, like a la, who are wonderful actresses. Like you can, it's not like one negates the other. Right. Yeah, I, that's like that's like the key part of getting hired as an actress, even in 2021, yes. is like being as hot as possible, as many <laughs> yeah, Instagram yeah. followers as possible. So yeah. I like with as much like social media and like press attention you can bring to a project. So if you're not getting picked no, up my for God. it, it's not because like of you've been typecast as too hot. Like that's not right. the problem. There's, they're not like they're just we so much. Yeah, right. so there's just so much because I, now I'm thinking I'm sorry I just remembered another thing because like how do we all know her the blurred lines video right oh yeah oh totally totally and she doesn't We're even own it. that she like doesn't no. she doesn't want to be associated with that like I've heard her talk about it and it's like ugh, like that video like yeah that video that that's why we know you mm-hmm. Emrata, mm-hmm. anyway like I really do hope like if I'm such a person like if she'll ever block me I'll be like I don't get it why did why did Amrata what I ever do to Amrata no I really hope and wish her well and honestly like I feel bad for her because I would rather be a little bit less hot but like liked by people you know what I mean so no, but yeah that's the thing I mean this is going to turn into like an Amrata diatribe um but <laughs> our thesis but, like, on I, it yeah um this is the great American novel on an audio forum on Emirata, but like I do think that the point the reason why people hate her is because it's it's extremely like it's extremely it's for one purpose of her hotness so like that post baby pic it's all about her body and I called it like I I said on this podcast months and months ago I was like just wait after like as soon as possible she's gonna post the thirstiest of thirst traps to like basically honestly to shame every other mother like or to at least you know just like flaunt how hot she is signal and to signal that yeah and it's like it's like just just stay in that lane if that's what you're doing do it but don't also have it wrapped up in this package of like we need to then like I guess swallow this bitter pill of the fact that like you're doing this in the name of like feminism and female empowerment and like our own mm-hmm. good as women like uh right. no unsubscribe like make a donation Wait, to you, otherwise did are you the one that dm'd me that because someone dm'd it to me I probably and like did. I like somebody DM'd it to me and was like, just wait. And like, I, when she did the excuse, the doc, dot post, I was like, oh my God, I need to find the DM. Not oh that I gosh. could like find it, but I was like, I remember I got a DM that was like, you just wait. And then it happened and don't reduce her to a body. I don't remember where that came from, but it killed me. Um, oh, I know where it came from. It came from an annoying Karen comment that was like, don't reduce her to a body. I was like, um, <sighs> She's reducing herself to yes. a body every day I'm not- with swipe like multiple posts a day. It's fine. Yeah. The ki- what killed me the most. Oh my God. I'm sorry. There's so much. It's like, I can't believe I didn't do a whole <laughs> podcast about this. It will kill me the most is when Dakota shared that photo and like linked the product to buy. And I was like, Dakota, nobody fucking sees your product. It looks like a shade in the fabric. Like you can barely see it. (laughs) That was the whole point. That's why it was so fucking funny. And I hope it lives forever. That's so good. Totally. totally. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I need, I feel like we need to do a slight pivot to something else very hot. That was, that just happened that I'm dying to talk to you about. Oh yeah. Okay. (gasps) We are on the heels of Travis posting for Courtney. Oh my God. 
I I'm shaky. I'm unwell. Shaky. I'm unwell. I, I yeah. I need to hear all your thoughts, please. Well, I was waiting all day to for the see post. what I yeah. I knew that he was gonna like there was gonna be something. There was gonna be right, an yeah. Instagram moment, and not only the dumb fucking gardenia tulip like display that like we get it we get it like everyone sharing it and tagging him like Kanye never got that fucking love for like the walls of roses like everyone Steph Shep tagging it this like tagging Travis so we know that everyone's like very pro this relationship which I love um okay the photos first of all love that we got a series and yes Mm-hmm. Yeah, but obviously we need to talk about the thumb sucking situation. We have that video. What, that's what we're like waiting to talk that's to you like, about. Yeah, that's, that's the main event. I don't know what to do. Like, first of all, you guys won't believe me, but it was like stuck on my phone, like repeating <laughs> while I was trying to watch this IGTV tutorial about how to do my nails, and like it was on the background, like Travis, Travis, and I couldn't get it to stop. I was like, oh my god. You um, can hear like the sucking sound too. You can hear the sucking. It's that's so what I commented. Gross. I commented it somewhere that it popped up again. I was like the sound, like the sound and the hand. Right. So like if you're sucking someone's thumb, like let's say hands behind your back sexual, but you're not envisioning a blowjob. She <laughs> had her hand on the bottom of his thumb as if she was holding a, a penis. Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. I mean, totally. Like so many people, my little sister was like, no, I actually thought it was something else at first. Like I was again scared that I would get shadow banned. I was ready to see something I was like not ready to see. Totally. And they have a a finger sucking thing because if you guys remember the UFC when they were at that UFC fight, they Uh were photographed or filmed from an angle where I put it up and I was like, are they like sucking fingers? So they were, and that's their thing. And we know they edge. We know they love lollipops and we, they love finger sucking, which I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I need to process it for more time. I feel like such a prude because I'm thinking about like, okay, if Hus sucked my thumb, it smelled like spit after like what I want that vibe, like just in the middle of life, not in the middle of sex, like in the middle of life, I'd be like, like that smells like spit now. Like I don't want, like why? Gross. Like how sexual are they? Like they are so sexual. Also, isn't he wearing a cast in it? Is, is that he crazy? Is. I, he's wearing a, he like is. a cast. So isn't that he's cast wearing like gross? a maybe? I was thinking like maybe his um yeah like when my wrist like acts up so I feel well, like it's from the drums like I he must he have like blisters. <laughs> how sexual like who knew Courtney was so sexual well that's what I was saying that's like I think one of the biggest revelations of the whole thing is like the gluten-free like the most boring diet of all time like just with their kids doesn't like filming just kind of on some the least least interesting to look at sister actually happens to be like the biggest freak like this is a huge day in pop culture news and imagine like she wasn't but he like made her this sexual like is that possible I I, yeah, I, I, I mean he he does something for me that no man has ever done. And really? I don't like I can't explain it. I don't know why, but like he I watched a video, a makeup tutorial of him and his like daughter. Oh, Not that yeah. it turned me on or anything, but I was like, this is a really <laughs> sweet man. Sorry. Uh it didn't it was just like this very sweet fatherly moment. And then it was like just juxtaposed with like his hot tattooed, even face tattooed. For some reason, like there's something about someone who's like very masculine, but also very like 
fatherly in the same way and tender that I'm like yeah. really into. I'm here for it. I don't know. I like I'm kind of like into him. Did you watch Meet the Barkers like when it was on? No. Did oh you? Oh my god. Yeah, because I'm probably older than both of you, I feel like. No, I? I don't think so. I'm I don't 30 think so. yeah, and Chance So we're like the same age, but Chance like 25. Oh, well, I'm 32. So I'm older. I mean, that's the same as 30. Yeah, it's the same. Um, But so I watched it and I remember even watching it with my mom because my mom even remembers like, like he was such a good father and Shanna was kind of like lazy and like in bed all day and he was like with the kids. Oh, interesting. So, so like he is actually gentle, sweet, fatherly, all these things. And like he is allowed to have so many tattoos because he's never going to do anything but drumming, you know? So like, mm-hmm. it's not like he's going to go to a job interview. He's not going to be on ZipRecruiter any day soon. His sweatpants <laughs> aren't bigger. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we need to think his about what? how we, his sweatpants aren't going to be bigger on us. You know what I mean? No, not at all. No, not a chance. Not with my ass. Um, I wonder but, you know, if they're going to be, if they're big on Courtney. Probably not. Probably like on not. His family. He is. He's tiny. Oh, no. oh, sorry. Oh yeah, the sweatpants. He's, he's like tall, but like, you know, like I don't. He like he probably has small arms. You know, like is he small tall? Everything. You yeah, think he's, he's tall? tall. Like, he gives me tall. Four, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think he's tall. No, no, yeah. he doesn't. Let's, I'm googling. You guys, it. no, I'm googling it. No, it's Morgan, you're... Megan Stewart all over again. Morgan Stewart, <laughs> Travis. We should know this. He, he has tall person energy, right? You guys, oh he's hugging her in the... You're right. He's 5'9". I told nine. you. He's 5'9", 6'. Are think, you... No. Because it's yeah. neck... Because Courtney's no such... Way. A, the, all those girls are such shrimps, except for Chloe and Kendall, that next to Courtney, he just looks so tall. Okay, we've got... Wait, to yeah. He's it. only 5'9". This yeah. is, like, kind of shocking to me. He has, like, 6'4 energy. He does. That's why sure. he's he has BD, BDE. Mm-hmm. show yeah and he has like trauma you know like the plane crash and like everything he went through he's such a like and he's vegan which like i don't know about that like again (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know if i could handle like a a vegan man i feel like it's a lot you know it's yeah no i i absolutely cannot handle it i'll tell you that much um and it's annoying like i'm so overhearing about the kardashians being plant-based and so if i have to have more of that content i'm gonna like <laughs> kill myself not really but yeah like <laughs> i need my man to like be eating a burger like i can't deal with you being like avocados all day like that's like, like, i, I want to be the one vegetarian like, the is too sanctimonious like for me yeah 100 percent. i like i just want to be the one in the relationship with like the stomach issues or like the <laughs> dietary restrictions like i need my man to be like actually it's actually the reverse of my current relationship but like i i need you to be able to like eat a steak whole milk like all of those things to like give me good masculine like energy that like turns me on uh it's actually well, it's a problem and we like are both you know like hearty red-blooded american women like yes. we order steaks we order burgers and so i'm not about to live a life where like suddenly i'm getting a burger with some dude eating fucking salad like absolutely <laughs> not absolutely not. or eating yeah or ordering an impossible burger but i wonder listen if it's all in the name of like his wellness and like him still recouping from what he went through and like he needs energy for all the sex. So like I'm sure they're like getting their protein in, you know? I hear the thing. When he posted the I all day I think about sex with you, like that 
that was like, that broke the internet in my brain. Okay. And I was not prepared for what we got today. Like it, it didn't even know like, the do thumb sucking. Like, I can't believe she allowed that. Like, I can't, I need to yes, know what no, happened there. You know, she he, was he like, it, don't you think? Was he like, for sure. Was he like, you need to give me better head. So let's practice on my thumb. Like what was <laughs> yes. happening in that moment of like, like that wasn't, I don't know how to explain you guys. There's no other way to see the video, but she's sucking his thumb instead of a penis. Like it's interchangeable. Yeah. We know well, what well, Courtney looks like sucking dick now. Like we know exactly yeah, what Courtney Kardashian looks like sucking dick, which like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like, do you want us all to like picture that? I hate to be like this pearl clutching person, but I'm like her kids. Like, do I want my like, t- like, isn't rain like 11, 12? Like, like I just, okay. First of all, sorry, Mason. sorry, Mason. Yeah. Mason. Yeah. Mason could easily, we're bad today. All we're being them, banned. I know. From like, <laughs> like removed from the pop culture, like <laughs> this is a C-list pop culture podcast. <laughs> um yeah they could definitely see it it's a lot all the other pics were really good and like like sexual but like not giving here you gave us like such a hardcore visual like and it loops it loops wherever you watch the video it loops so you're just like travis travis (laughs) and i'm like i like i'm so like you guys you don't understand when i saw his post pop up I literally, this is a true story. was like, <gasps> and which yeah. happens 70 times a day in my house. But like, and my husband, it's like, I don't know why he asks me still. He's like, oh my God, what happened? And I'm like, no, my God, you don't understand. He's like something good. And I'm like, yeah, something good. Like I couldn't speak. And he's like, oh, that's great. Like for us. And I'm like, it's not about me, but it's like, I couldn't <laughs> even explain what <laughs> like was happening. And I was like speaking in keywords and like not communicative <laughs> for like 17 minutes and I'm still like with it. I like called my sister again. I was like, did you see it? She's like, no, I was like, watch it. Call me back. Like I, right. when other people are posting it, I'm still commenting on other people's posts being like the sucking, the finger, the holding, like I'm noticing different aspects about it. And I don't know what to do still. Like I'm still feel like I need to sleep on it. I feel like they're just in that early, early, early honeymoon stage of a relationship where they're just so obsessed with each other. They're like so, you know, like hungry for each other. And I feel like they're just going to look back and be so embarrassed. Like they're going to be like, what were we thinking? I mean, especially because like, like on one level, I love it because like Courtney's like 42. And so there's something very great about her like embracing her sexuality in this very public way. But then on this other hand, I'm like, you are 42 too. This isn't like a dumb 20 year old mistake. Like it's kind of I'm, cringy okay I wouldn't even like, post you should that. know better. like I'm, I'm a dumb you know 25 year old like I would never post that it's not even no. like that is like I mean maybe the all day I'm obsessed with having sex with you is like maybe something more like along those lines but this is like truly grotesque this is a lot and I'm such a Kravis fan and it is a lot but I still like when I get obsessed with somebody like I love everything so I'm like I love it but it made <laughs> me think about just like Okay, if you're friends with somebody for so many years and then you become a thing, like I feel like it's I'm, I I was like thinking about it. I was like how did it become from friends to so sexual? Like usually when you're friends first, it's like a mutual uh-huh. like deep love 
of like character, but also, I mean, intimacy, but how did, how are they around each other for so many years and not having sex if they're so sexual now? Like, how are you just right, friends? Yeah. I want to know when that shift happened and like how it happened. Um, and what's going on. I need to know every single detail about this relationship. And I really hope that what people are saying isn't true. And that because how do they say like strongest flames burn out the fastest or something? Burn, out, burn bright, like yeah. burn, 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 burn bright and burn out or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. We're not poets. <laughs> We're not poets. But like what I'm saying is like, is it so crazy? And like the tattoo people were saying right. that like, it's a bad like omen to get somebody's name tattooed, which like not for him. I'd be actually offended if he didn't get her, her name. Because like you're getting everything, you're like you'd yeah. get poop on you. Like someone would say something funny, he'd get it. Like he'd get he, anything. Exactly. This is not like one tasteful tattoo on his like you know upper arm, like Tim McGraw or Faith Hill, and that's like one of his only tattoos. <laughs> this is one tattoo, probably over like three old ones, and that can just he be, like, had to superimpose like, it over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wait, okay, so speaking of shifts, though, you have made a shift because you used to be such a Courtney and Scott shipper and, like, like truly gunning for them. And so how are you coping with her having found love with Travis? And do you feel like ultimately they'll, they'll, find, they'll find their way back to each other? And, sorry, one other thing. Thoughts on Scott and Amelia? Yeah, well. I am very honest, like on my Instagram and like podcast that like, I am, don't stick to my feelings. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not like one thing for life One like I can change. So no, I'm overscored. Like, of course I can appreciate. Yeah. I can appreciate the moments I can go. Like, I love the moments, right? Like every, all their moments, they had such a good banter and like all the shit Mm -hmm. today, Scott, first of all, wait, First of all, Scott fucked up with Courtney. Like, yes, and I may just be discovering this, but it's the same thing. Like, I used to think Justin Timberlake was amazing. I don't think that anymore today. Mm-hmm. Um, no. Yeah. But he fucked up so badly, but we don't know it because then there was an internet and there wasn't sleuthing. And, like, we probably can assume that he did cheat on her. You know what I mean? We can assume that yeah. that's what all their oh, relationship sure. was. Yeah. So we can assume like the relationship woes that we had in keeping up when like she was kicking him out and crying about him and like, you're not good, good. You know, that was probably cheating as well as excessive partying, flirting with girls. Probably he probably fucked up so fucking bad because all she wanted was like a perfect family and like whatever. So that we need to kind of remember. Um, also, he's like kind of grossing me out lately because I feel like would I want in an ideal world where I could like just actually decide like, Oh, I want to date like Brad Pitt or like he is, she knows like everything that he is is because of her and her family. Yeah. And like, who would he be? He would probably still have money and he would probably be still doing party stuff because he like grew up in long Island and like whatever. But I just feel like there's something kind of losery about him lately. And I feel like also on the show, Mm -hmm. he's very much putting on an act to be the person that like he thinks the audience wants him to be. That's how I feel lately. Like all these always wants Courtney. Totally. Right. It's like, stop. And like my sister said it well, she doesn't like, she doesn't so often say something and hit the nail on the head. But with this, I was like, Oh my God. Like, I feel like he knows (laughs) 
that the audience like wants that, like wants Scott to yeah. want Courtney. Mm-hmm. So he like him telling mm-hmm. her how disrespectful to Sophia was that when he was like, yeah, I ended it because like I said, you were my priority. You had a three year relationship well, with Sophia Richie. Like you're going to yeah, make right. it seem so minute, like on keeping up with the Kardashians. And that's why yeah. Courtney's with her monotone being like, yeah, yeah. It's because she knows it's bullshit. She right, knows it's right. bullshit. And I feel like, and I feel like this is why this show honestly needs to go off the air. Cause it's truly so boring. Like all they, they're doing like such contrived, like scab or not scab. Like they're doing the, UFO whatever that was searches. like the UFO search, the um, like doing the Spartan race or whatever they did. It's just all so dumb. And they don't talk about anything that matters. They don't talk about Kim and Kanye. They don't talk about Tristan and Chloe. Like nothing actually interesting. And so I feel like they have this agreement. Like the Courtney Scott relationship is bullshit. And so this is the one we're going to talk about because no one is actually emotionally attached to this. So we can mm. like we can play it out. We can have these conversations over dinner in Malibu, over the ocean of whether or not we're going to get married someday with everyone at the table because everyone knows it's a fake conversation. Yeah. But no, also, I actually I was like real quick. I was just going to say I think it's also his way of securing himself as a fan favorite and like getting that check. You know, like it's, really? it's his way of being like, I will always be loved by the audience. So I will never like ha- have a reason to get, you know, go off the show or they'll always want me on the show. So that's exactly what my sister said that I was saying, like that she made such a good point where I was like, oh, my God, that's so true. Because, yes, we know that it's contrived. Like, I feel like don't underestimate our intelligence, you know, mm-hmm. like be a little bit contrived. Give us a subplot. This is what I said on uh, my last podcast where, where we talked about keeping up is like is like. Give us like a sub sub contrived plot. Like there always was. If we look back, like there was always like whatever was going on. And then, you know, a prank on Bruce or like, you know, whatever. Yeah. You're now literally giving us a completely contrived show where like, I don't want to get too philosophical, but like with social media today, like we know what's going on with Kanye. We know what's going on with Tristan. We know what's going on with Travis. We know all this shit. So it's like, we are feeling played by you. So like, totally. I get that it's quarantine. I get that whatever, but like, it's not enough. Any like it is enough. This is like a side note. I can tell Lauren that like, you're like, I'm like, if I'm like a lawyer, like I'll watch them legit shake the salad. Like I'll put it on. <laughs> I'll like breastfeed. Like I'll do whatever I have to do, but like I'll watch it. Kitchens. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll literally do that. Like, yeah. Um, but I also know that like, I don't know. I'm having so many thoughts. Like, are they giving up this shit season? Cause they don't care. Cause it's the last one on E and like, then they'll like put more of an effort in with Hulu. Like, I don't know what to think as to why they would mm-hmm. serve us. Like this- why they would disrespect us. It's almost like disrespectful totally. to be totally. like, to like do this shit. Like the UFO shit. Like that. It's literally like, that's not nice. <sighs> The Scott also, shit, Tristan, when Courtney and Scott ended up in the same house, like, by accident, like, oh, oh where's Poosh Kanushk? Oh, Poosh Kanushk is with mom. Oh, where, like, come on. Totally. Well, and also it's like, I just feel like, I feel like, um, 
It's so funny. Like I'm looking at Kendall on the show and like finally we're like seeing a little bit of Kendall. Like Kendall has always been like such like a B character who like sometimes mm-hmm. dips into a dinner or, or like doesn't. But suddenly like Kendall is – Kendall like I guess isn't on the runway because it's quarantine. So she's like participating in the show. But it's like even Kendall puts forth like zero effort. Like we know like when we're podcast recording, like – you need to like think of things to say. Like you can't just like say like the most boring, obvious things. And Kendall in an interview, it's just the most boring, obvious statements. It's like, yeah, I have three kids. Gonna be a long night. Crazy. <laughs> it's like, can you think of something interesting to to comment on this situation? Like zero effort. Zero. It's so that's such a good point because like I've I've said this before. I don't know who I had in my podcast and um like I have the AC on right now because I know I'm gonna sweat. Because you're like aggressively speaking, you're intentionally speaking, you're on like, that's why like when people think it's easy, like relatively, like we're not coal mining, but it's not like (laughs) easy. And that's why like so many people are like, oh, we could have a reality show and it'd be funny. Or so many people think this about themselves because what are we comparing it to? You're right. Like legit Kenny, like mm-hmm. give us fucking something, something, like something. And like everyone give us something like something. So I feel, yeah, this season is very, you know, disrespectful. Like that's how I feel with, with the storylines. Like give us one real one. Um, you know, when we've accepted that changing, we've accepted it became like, obvious hair and makeup and glam and yeah. you know all those mm-hmm. things but I feel like Chris is like the I feel like <laughs> she keeps it the most real like out of everyone yeah like when Chris would broke down at MJ's party like I was like oh, now this is why I watch this show because I do love these people like I love seeing their human moments but we just we don't see any of that out of like or like we just see it's so far and few between and I feel like with Kendall like the biggest crisis we saw was like her acne, acne gate. I'm like, okay, snooze. Like we all went through that. I'm like, I want to see some, some Devin Booker. Like I want to see like a little bit about your romance. Like give us something. Something. Do you think that their Hulu show will just be a continuation or do you think it'll be basically like really long info infomercials about like behind the scenes of making skims, you know, and interviews with Sarah Howard or whoever Courtney's assistant is like for a poosh. I really hope, even though everything we talked about right now, that it is like a keeping up because I hope (laughs) that then, no, I do. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, I still want it. Like I still crave it. Um, and I don't want that. That's what I keep thinking. Cause you guys know, like, if you follow me that like, I'm very like, I don't like speculating. Like I like confirmations of things. So yes, we know there's going to be a show on Hulu. We also know Kim like responded to a comment a little while ago where she was like, when someone was like, oh, my God, I'm so sad this is ending. She's like, no, we're not going anywhere. Like, we're going to we're just going to be on Hulu. So, like, I feel like it seems like they are insinuating that it is going to be a show about them. But mm-hmm. I have this lingering fear where it's going to be like Kylie cooking in the kitchen with Stormy. Like what totally. you're saying, like, yeah, which like or Kendall producing a segment like I don't want that shit. Like, that's not it. like I don't want it. Like, it's going to be like the Caitlyn Jenner YouTube channel just on Hulu, essentially. No. So I'm not here for it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like everyone's just assuming it's going to be keeping up and I'm like, okay, I know that's probably like 70% what's going to happen, but I feel like there is a 30% chance it's going to be like different kind of sub shows oh, I think that it's are gonna be totally different. 
Oh, really? That's my prediction. I know you don't like speculating, but that's my prediction. Oh, for sure. I don't think that, I just don't think that they got a better deal and that's why they changed. I think that they're done with reality. Like the kids are too getting too old and mm-hmm. I guess they're not going to give their kids the gift, the great gift that Kris Jenner gave them, which was like a huge audience and tons of money at a young Cash. age. Like I guess they're going to shield their kids from the public, you know, like the cash cows that they've been feasting off of or right. whatever. But, um, but yeah, I don't, I think they're done with reality and I think it's just going to be, it's really going to be like their products and produce segments about their products. But, and then, oh my God. Yeah. That's my dark opinion. I mean, I think you might be, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think you might be right. And that's why from the beginning, whenever I was like, it's ending and everyone's like, they're moving to Hulu. I was like, that doesn't (laughs) mean it's going to be keeping up. Like, it's going to be something different. Like you said, like, I feel like there could be. A Kylie making something in the kitchen because like that she puts that up a lot um, or like her drunk YouTube things. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and I feel like, again, we might watch it, but you can't keep like fucking milking us for everything we have. God. Yeah. You have Although to I give us something. I will say that I did find the the critical conversation between Courtney and her best friend slash employee to be actually like a pretty riveting piece of tele- television because most of us can relate to like having had a job like that was either like basically from a friend yeah. or like nepotistic in some way and suddenly having to like like see your friend as your boss and everyone kind of I feel like has been through that so I feel like that was actually interesting so maybe if it is a reality show about the businesses that actually might be good I don't know I don't know Wait, are we just going to gloss over her friend and not discuss that she came on after like a chemical peel or something? (laughs) Oh, I just thought it was bad melasma. Oh, (gasps) now I feel bad. Oh, okay. MVM. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But um, no, but but what do you mean? Why did why didn't she like glam it up for the for like, why did Courtney do that to her? Courtney was glowing, looking amazing. Her friend came with like a bucket hat, but not like the cool Gen Z kind, like the one your baby wears like in the pool. (laughs) And like, I don't know, she had like 50 layers of 100 SPF. Like, I don't know what was going on, but like she looked so mad too. she looked so mad. I just can't even imagine being in a position in my life where Courtney Kardashian, first of all, I probably have some bullshit title. Like I'm probably, I'm pro- I'm the chief content officer for this major brand, but have no experience because I'm Courtney Kardashian's friend. Right. Like I can't even imagine having lucked into that situation and then being like, sorry, too much traffic. Can't get to West Hollywood for lunch. Like I couldn't believe yeah. when she was saying <laughs> yeah. that I wouldn't come over. Yeah. Like she's like, I just think we should do sandwiches. You couldn't come over for like the chef made sandwiches. <laughs> at the Malibu house or like wherever they were. No, I couldn't believe it either. I couldn't. There was one employee who you could tell wasn't a friend who was fucking petrified whenever the camera banned him. And he's like, no, we're we un- crystal clear. He was like so nervous <laughs> to lose his job. That's me. I was like, I was like, who's this baby? But um, it's funny. Yeah, she I mean, Poosh is just so funny. It's like literally I know they're doing like I they're doing basically like affiliate links you know Mm -hmm. within the Mm -hmm. articles but it's just so funny where she's like I'm researching this thing for poosh and it's like Courtney drink (laughs) your matcha out of your William Sonoma giant glasses and like but it's cute it's cute she's authoring her peer-reviewed articles about yeah like (laughs) you know which uh like which chamomile tea is the best 
which matcha before bedtime for sex? Like, <laughs> yeah, for sex. <laughs> totally. Now it became, it's legit a sexual wellness website it is. now. It's it, legit. Every third article is like, is about sex, which I'm kind every, of down for. I'm down for it too, but like, we get it, Courtney. We yeah. get, we knew, but like uh, when the edging article came out, I was like, yeah, she's edging. <laughs> like they're edging. <laughs> There is no, the thumb sucking was probably, oh my God, it's probably all connected. The thumb sucking is part of the edging. The whole UFC thing was an edging event. Like, yeah, we have to open our eyes. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wait, okay. I'm dying to ask you, um, speaking of kind of like, I know this is a little bit of a segue, hard left turn, but speaking of kind of cringeworthy Instagram con- uh, content, do you follow Heather Ray Young on Instagram? I do of not. Selling sunset. But oh, of I, selling sunset. But I do know what you're talking about. I mean, if you want to be entertained, this is for the listeners. This is a public service announcement. This is the good deed I'm doing today. This podcast, go to her Instagram because it is the most cringeworthy content of all time. First of all, it's a romantic ode to her boyfriend, her fiance Tarek, who has like a TLC show about like home makeover, home makeovers. And then it's like him. He does also the same like cloyingly embarrassing romantic posts like every other day. It's so, and they're like long. Oh, I never knew I'd find my best friend at this age. Like they're like 30. He's like 40 or whatever. And then she just posted this thing of like, she's like wearing a Chanel bag and it's this like TikTok video. And it was like, when I grew up from a small town working at a Trader Joe's and then I moved to LA to model and I sold my first house. I sold a house that was worth $7.2 million. My first three months into real estate, you can do anything. Like just believe in yourself. And it's just the most, the least self-aware content of all time, but the entertainment value is 10 out of 10. Sorry for this. Wait, but you're forgetting to mention that the ending is like, what do you think? What career goal do you want to have for the engagement? The most contrived engagement Engagement. I hate it. After every single- I never like, I'll never put a question mark just so I don't, I like can't, like I don't want- I don't want to even be close to the realm of the fucking engagement shit. I hate the engagement shit. Why? Why? Get 40 comments, get 70 comments. Who cares? Like, why? Who are you? Everyone knows. No one is blind. Yeah. What are you doing this weekend? But you don't care, Heather you Ray don't care. Young. You're not reading this. You're, you're not, not reading, reading this. this. Which one do you think I should oh choose? That's God. what I thought you were going to say. But it's so funny because they were on my podcast, which I was surprised they wanted to do because I've made fun of them before. Um, but, but it was like, sometimes like, I feel like celebrities or reality stars, like if it's good, make fun. Like, I'm not like being like that ugly cunt, you know, it's like, you know, their photos at Nobu, like that I thought were funny, like with the Nobu thing in the back, like they're cheesy. I think the name for them is cheesy. They're just very, very, very cheesy. And I have to say on my podcast, like they are that, like, they're like, no, you go first, honey. No, you go, honey. No, you tell her, honey, stop, honey. Like not joking. I was like, oh my God, you guys are literally like what it is like, which is so interesting about the podcast world when you get to meet people and they are exactly what your expectations are or they're not um but they were very first of all she is gorgeous like she is actually she came on the podcast with like a like a yankees baseball cap and like her ponytail and like the thing and he's like no come on how cute is she is she not the cutest in the world i'm like no she really is she really is the cutest in the world and stop honey no you tell the story honey like that like like legit that so 
Um, I think they are. I think they literally are this like cutesy, cheesy. He has a boat called like Bad Decisions. He has a boat that's called <sighs> Let's Make. Like I'm not joking. And I, I, they are just like cheese balls. They yeah. are very big cheese balls. But uh, yeah, Selling Sunset is another one that's like. They're all the girls there are like competing for Instagram followers and likes and they're all trying to get engagement mm-hmm. and they all just need to like, it's like, I don't get the like, the, the, like, okay, I get it. Right. Like you want to succeed in, like, I get it. But like, I also just like be yourself, put, the, I don't know. It's hard to watch people claw for mm-hmm. more Instagram followers or likes. Yeah. And the, I could tell that the selling sunset chicks are at, an Instagram war like each girl wants like more than the other um, right and it's kind of like Mary just like sell a house even though Mary is really the sweetest person ever I think I like Mary she a is. lot totally yeah Mary totally. and Maya oh Maya Maya yeah I love Maya I actually love them all maybe not Christine Quinn I like <laughs> didn't even cover her things because I was like no, I'm not not so into Christine Quinn. But at least like okay, to to really bring it full circle, at least Chris, Christine Quinn is so extra and it's all about her being hot, but there's no bullshit otherwise. It's not like oh this it's not like oh this is in the name of some cause or like this is to, you know, you know, try to, you know, digest the tragedy I experienced 10 years ago when someone told me I wasn't beautiful. So now I'm going to for, you know, forever post hot pictures. Like, no. no, it's just like, she's hot and she wants people to know it. And she's rich. She wants people to know it. And I'm here for that. I don't really care. It's fine. She just knows she has to bring, I don't think like her token is like, I'm the hottest bitch. I think it's like, I wanted to be on days of our lives and play a bitch. But since I didn't get roles, I'm going to just, play a bitch on Selling Sunset. And she yeah, knows that. Totally. And she's fine with it. Totally. Oh, Chan, do you have okay. anything else? I know we're almost, well, we're basically at the hour mark. So I know we're, we're at hour like 15. Yeah, yeah, we're like far past time. So I want to be respectful of that. But uh, we have like some, we have like some listener questions, but I'll, maybe we'll just choose one. Will you answer really quick? Do you have time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Okay. Uh, it's like rapid fire. So somebody wanted to know what your favorite celebrity scandal of all time was. Okay, I fucking hate questions. Because, I know. Like, how I, am I supposed to think of one right now? Well, I know. I and I'm listening to your last pod where you're like, "What's your Real Housewife tagline?" I'm like, "Okay, not asking that." Oh my god, stop! <laughs> where did I say that? In your last pod, you're talking about how you hate like the icebreaker questions, which oh, I also I get. I hate it. I get it. I get it. Um, but I would say I think that the recent scandals were like Avi, my fave, like HB2, Hilaria Baldwin. I mean, not being Spanish. <laughs> army hammer i feel like we had some really good ones just now like breaking yeah, yeah end of 2020 so i would say those blessed. are like and obviously like jen and brad um but yeah sorry wah, wah. no it's great it's great the world will never know peace from ilaria never never She's like back Keep, if you guys want to be entertained along with heather Ray young watch the chaoticness that is hilaria baldwin's instagram <sighs> <laughs> yes honestly um Ugh. if you want to see her doing yoga on the stove you can catch her at <laughs> at hilaria Il- ilaria baldwin h is silent yeah. okay and um amanda they can find um, if you don't know who amanda is if you've never heard of not skinny but not fat you can find her at, at not skinny but not fat and her podcast this by the same name it's amazing thank you so much for coming on thank, thank you, you girls this was so fun so fun A dream Truly, we big love for you, truly.
that's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at Apologists, and we will see you next week, live every Wednesday. Do you ever worry about running out of interesting things to say to friends when you actually get to see them? Then we've got the perfect podcast for you. I'm Eve Yohalem, and each week on Book Dreams, my co-host Julie Sternberg and I use books to explore fascinating questions, like what happened when a Harvard professor staked her reputation on an alleged gospel of Jesus' wife that turned out to be fake? And how did debut author Tom Lynn save the American Western by blowing it to bits? Are pigeons rats with wings or wonder birds? And what's the who, what, when, where, how, and especially why of books bound in human skin? Recent and upcoming Book Dreams highlights include conversations with Booker Prize-winning author Marlon James, Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Katherine Schultz, and Merlin scholar Dr. Laura Campbell. You can listen to Book Dreams wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Beerley and I'm Jennifer Chaikin and we're licensed marriage and family therapists, owners of the therapy group and hosts of the Shrink Chicks podcast. Every week we bring you a new episode where we dive into therapeutic topics like inner child work, dating anxiety, family dynamics, relationships and burnout, making them more relatable and understandable, leaving the cycle babble behind. We address the things you've been dying to ask your therapist but don't know how and work to help you stop shooting all over yourself with the expectations society can put on us. Tune in every Monday to Shrink Chicks on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Be sure to follow along and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Prepare to learn all about you because in order to grow yourself, you got to know yourself. Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV, and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the southern charmers, and the summer housers. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app.